go and Yo, hey, what's happening? Nobody right now, but hopefully soon to be somebody here in the future. Whoa. I am, you, oh wait, let's, let's uh, back up. You are now listening to the Lifting Ugly Podcast, episode number 11. I am Craig Bird, and this man over here to my right, possibly left, depending on how it shows up on video, is none other than... They call me Alki, what's good? There we go. A smooth, smooth like. Mm-hmm. So what's happening, man? How's things going? Good. Uh, training was killer this week. Um, work was good. So yeah, good week. Can't complain. Good. So yeah. I saw from post that uh, you're building back up as far as kind of your numbers go. Yeah, um, I'm working with my buddy Ryan Rubio. Um, super smart dude, super killer. Um, I was going to work with Josh again, but it's kind of nice to have somebody here because he wants to train with me too. So it's kind of nice, oh, nice to have his eyes and then uh, my buddy Anthony's eyes on me too. So, yeah, we're kind of just starting from scratch and um, kind of building back from all that stupid shit that happened with my hip and my lower back a couple months ago, and everything's going pretty well. Uh, hit deads yesterday. My lower back's a little tight. But uh, that's about it. Pain-wise, I'm feeling pretty good. Strength-wise, I'm getting there. Um, it's more so the mental aspect. Just with uh, every time I step up to the platform, I'm kind of like, ugh, what if my back freaks out again? What if my back freaks out again? And blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. That yeah, same yeah. monotonous crap that comes along with uh, coming back from an injury. So what was your what were you working your top sets at then? Um, So this week was a 3 by 5 at 455 and then he has me doing a one by five at six and a half rpe and um a one by five at seven and a half rpe so for those that don't know rpe is rate of perceived exertion so it kind of allows you to uh gauge how you're feeling that day based on stress sleep and uh eating and all that kinds of stuff so generally with the six and a half i bump it up about 10, 15 pounds. And then for the seven and a half, I'll uh, bump it up probably 25 to 30. So I finished off the day with a uh, one by five at 475 and then the top set at 495. So not, you know, not nothing Bad. substantial, but you know, we're getting back. I'd rather take my time with it. So are you still planning on June? Oh yeah, no. I'd like to do the uh, the South Dakota meet. That'd be killer. Okay, I have two people going so far. Is it Nicole and uh, and Shelby? So I have two nice two, two females going. So hey, be, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if we can, uh, yeah, if we can get a nice little team this time and not have a bunch of 
wieners back out like they did last time. Yeah. Um, I know Wyatt wants to do it too. Maybe we can convince Jordan. Um, yeah, because Jordan's got one coming up somewhat soon, right? Yeah, he wants to do one either at the end of this month, which I don't think we should do. I think we should do at the end of next month um, just because we're about to finish the volume block. So I want to have enough time where we can get like a good – 10, 11 weeks with uh, a strength block and a peaking cycle. Yeah, he's uh, he's filling out quite quite well, I must say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the last video I saw of him, I was like, damn, dog. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a, a thick little... What is it? The dwarf king? Like a, yeah. <clears throat> like a little pocket tank. Dude. Yeah, and I'm excited to see what numbers he's going to put up. So... Um, so, so yeah. speaking of upcoming meets, um, do you remember, you probably won't remember his name. His name's John Blair. He's, he would, didn't come in all the time. He came, he'd come in periodically from out of town, but every time he was here, he would lift. He was like six foot four. Oh, the, kid. um, kind of the buff white guy. Yeah. So yeah. 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 yeah, he, yeah. he was cool. He played tennis in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's doing, he's doing a meet in Vegas next weekend oh that's cool and so he was he was asking me about like openers and what he thought i what i thought he should do for like his deadlift and stuff yeah so it's looking like i think he's gonna open at 555 wow uh for his deadlift and then uh shoot for hopefully like depending on how he feels obviously but shoot for six on the on the third third hit also, oh, like a 555, 570 something, and then and then all yeah, if that, depend, yeah, depending on how that those feel, just nice, you know, have a he'll already have a good number in, so he might as well just oh, yeah, let's shoot for the moon. Why not? Yeah, he told me he wanted to get near a 400 bench. I was like, damn, that's that's good. Shit. I, think, I think he's mid threes. I mean, you're talking this. This kid's got long levers too. That's- oh, dude, the guy's got arms for days. Like he's yeah. he's definitely a lanky kid, but that's the cool <laughs> thing. Well, I mean, that's the same thing with Wyatt. Is like once you uh, yeah. get them to start eating right and training properly, like they'll fill out, and they're just huge. Yeah, so we're I'm excited to see what what he'll end up uh, bringing. So he's doing he's doing juniors. He's doing tested juniors. Okay, for what federation? Uh, it's a U.S. USPA. Nice. Cool. 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 So I told him the I told him to get a hold of the director about his belt. I said that's mm-hmm. maybe that may be your only hang up right now. Why? What is he using? Uh it's I, I don't know. I don't know the brand offhand. I mean it's a yeah. lever belt, but it's not it's not like a Cerberus or a Pioneer or any of those. I, I think the only stipulation is it can't be more than thirteen millimeter millimeters in width, I think. And then like four inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't exceed four inches and 13 millimeters. So I think as long as you're in those specs, you're fine. So they don't, don't do the me brand, on that. They don't do the branded belts like they do with everything else. Um I mean, I'm sure there's some weird rule about it, but I think <laughs> but I think for um for the most part it's just the uh, the four inches and the thirteen millimeter. Yeah, so I told him just to double check on that. Mm. Yeah, well, there's he has, a he has there's an, 
Oh, okay. I, was, I mean, there's an approved gear list on USPA's website too. Yeah. So you don't have to. He's like, I don't remember seeing this on there. On there, I said, well, then you might want to get a hold of him beforehand. I said, the last thing you want to do is show up at weigh-ins and have him be like, oh, that's your belt. Know. You can't. You can't wear that. So then you're, you're showing you're, a luck. Yeah. I was like, because <laughs> you're not. I mean, you're gonna have a tough time finding one in a week if you have to change it out. Let alone you know, day of. Like, I mean, I don't know of any stores where you can just go in and buy a a lifting belt. So I guess if uh, you have the opportunity that that might be the case, probably Vegas is going to be your best bet. Of that yeah. Being a possibility anyway. You might just have to buy like a crappy Harbinger or something like that. Ugh. Ugh. Get a Walmart Gold's Gym. <laughs> ah, it just pops right open on your first attempt. Squats just. <laughs> I don't think they'll allow those ones either. I fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so my week went pretty good. Squats were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, bench had my shoulders just being so weird these days. Is it just from the so cold? It, it just locks up. I don't know what what it does. Like it feels good, and then like I did. I did a, a set of three at 375. Yeah. And then it just, it, I couldn't even get it to push off of the rack after that. Huh. Like it just, it would not generate any sort of power to, to move off the, off the pegs. There's got to be a nerve pinch in your upper back or some shit that's making that so, happen. Yeah. I need to, I need to go see Shayla probably. Yes, you do. And have her work me over. Um, she is our savior. Now that I, now that I'm getting, a little bit of money trickling in. I'll, uh, I need to invest in myself, I guess. I, at this I point. think it's about <laughs> time, Gregory. I think it's about time. So if I can get that handled, deadlifts went good today. Um, anyone that didn't see posted a quick little thing. The video cut out before I really hit the top of the, the 620. Um, it went, it went sh- like I got the, the shakes pretty good. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right. That but, just means you're using leg drive. I like yep, it. So I, I did, I did pull, I mean, I did end up locking it out. I have a witness. Uh, Mr. Hans Plock was there rooting me on. So. Oh, young Hans. <laughs> yeah, young, young Hans. And, uh, and then, so then I debated at the top. I held it for a second. Yeah. And I do, I just throw this down out of, you know, yes, I did it. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to slow negative this thing all the way oh, to the ground. Gross. So I went, I went that direction just, just for the added, <laughs> the added shitty factor into the Because why not, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, did some stiff legs or some RDLs. Nice. Use, use the worthless 35-pound bumper plates for that. Oh. You found them not to, not Not to pull on, but just to set up on. Oh. So I put the bar and the weights on the 35s to hold there them up. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said in, in my post, other than 35s being used to identify communists and CrossFitters, that's the only other purpose <laughs> that, that, that they have is that's positive. So you didn't go full commie; you just kind of went a splash of socialism. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, commies. Mm. <laughs> so I was I was checking the analytics of the podcast streaming. Yeah, and so this last week we we did get another we got another hit from uh, our friends in Brazil. Nice, which they're pretty. Somebody is a pretty regular listener over in Brazil. So if that's you, thank you much. 
And again, let us know. If you pay for whatever the shipping might be, I'll, I'll get you something over there so you can uh, rock some Lifting Ugly gear. Yeah. Out there in Brazil. And then we had a download from Russia. Whoa. Yeah. Spies so, in our midst. I know. They're, uh, they're trying to take over take over the our lowly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's step one. And then they take over the planet. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the Ruskies are, are on attack. The Ruskies. <laughs> but if that's you, thank you for, for downloading mm-hmm. and listening. And keep listening. Oh, we're yeah. Not just ta- we're not just talking shit about you. We do that for everyone. So if, just feel it included. Oh, yeah. And no, the thing. amount of... Uh, the way I see it is if you're not getting shit spewed in your face, then we don't really like you in the first place. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> so we, we, appreciate, we appreciate everyone from... Mm-hmm. from the United States. Uh, the website has received visits from few visits from Canada. Nice. Um, no purchases, Canadians. You Canucks, step your game up. But they're at least visiting. And I mean, at least they're a, scoping it out. Yeah, had a visit from somebody from uh, Bangladesh. Yeah. Cool. Maybe they want. Maybe they wanted to see if we were uh, using the shirts that they make in their factories down there. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> some some six year old kid was on the website trying to figure out if that was, <laughs> was the shirt. Say, that that's why his shirts are pretty cheap. It's yeah. all child labor. <laughs> child labor at its finest. Yeah. Um, don't let that kid's work go out in vain. Mm-hmm. Ain't no <laughs> support, labor laws here. That's right. Support your uh, support your your, child your local workers. dictator. <laughs> yeah. Those little little. Asian kids need the need mm-hmm. your support. They got families to feed people. <laughs> you don't you don't buy their stuff, then who's gonna who's gonna put food on the table? Oh my god. <laughs> support. Oh my god. We love you, communists. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh oh. He's dying over here, people. Say your prayers for Alki. All right. So as always, I am coming to you from Monument Fitness in Grand Junction, Colorado. If you ever swing through this uh, sometimes beautiful area, go ahead and hit me up and uh, we'll get to get a session in down here. You can visit us at Monument Fitness on Instagram or go to MonumentFitness.com or you can get a hold of me here, which will also link you up to anything Monument Fitness related. At lifting underscore ugly, lift ugly, lifting ugly, search all those things anywhere you might be, and you will be able to find us in the podcast, in the social media, in yep. everything that there is. Oh, yeah. To get a hold of Alki, whether you are interested in training, whether you just want to tell him how sexy he is, you can. There's an option. He he will take all those things, all those messages. I'll take it all. But I won't at <laughs> salty boy with an I instead of a Y S A L T Y B O I underscore barbell mm-hmm. to get a hold of Alki. And those of you that are, uh, I know it's still still not active. I don't know what the deal is with uh, the Hama underscore Hapia, dude. I don't uh, know what the deal is either, man. Like, but I've if, had if people you're, like, like if you're lucky enough like, to be on his uh, cyber terrorist list. 
you can <laughs> you can still contact him at that previous Instagram handle uh, as yeah, well. I, like no one can tag me in anything. Like the the lifters that convoy, like I'll give them a lift off, and they're like, "Oh, what's your Instagram?" I'm like, "Well, it's kind of complicated." <laughs> hey, see, the what happened was see what happened is was. creepy Uncle Joe thought that I was a threat to the nation's security. Yep. So he put me on alert like, status. Oh, shadow banned. No, no more obnoxious posts for Alchemy. So I'm not, I'm not set on the salty boy either. So I'm, it might. It's probably going to change here in the next month or so because I just, it, meh, you know. Well, for well, for now. For now. For now. For now. Yes. It is salty boy mm-hmm. underscore barbell. Get a hold of him for anything you might need, and. For all graphics, does all the graphics for Lifting Ugly, for shirts and all of that stuff. You can get a hold of Zon, zontopia.com, at oh, Zontopia. Yeah. Um, for any graphic arts needs, art needs, he paints, he does digital, he helps set up our liftingugly.com page, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's good at all of it. So make sure you get a hold of him and support him as well. Speaking of support... You can support us, mm-hmm. the Lifting Ugly podcast. You can yeah, do patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. Jump on one of those levels there for monthly support options. It is appreciated or would like, be appreciated. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. You know, just do it. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Jump on jump on board. We'll Show even ex- well, well, yeah. Expose yourself to us. Expose yourself to me. <laughs> Well, I won't even talk shit if you join at Gymshark level. Oh. So, well. Still contributing. I probably won't. I guarantee nothing. I probably Doesn't matter. Won't. Still had sex. That's right. Yeah. It still counts. It was wet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. For all Lifting Ugly apparel, you can go to LiftingUgly.com and check out hats, shirts, shorts, sweatshirts, hoodies. Phone cases, mm-hmm. fanny packs. What else oh. I got over there? What uh, else you we got, got? Baby onesies. You got iPhone yeah, cases. Yeah, I did get. Yeah. I got rid of a few of like the uh, the female cut stuff. I dropped mm-hmm. uh, just to limit the amount of stuff that was on there. It just really didn't ever even get looked at. And Fair the enough. unisex the unisex shirts were good enough for for the men and women. So for sure, for sure. Might as well keep it at that. Um, I am keeping track. There are some things that are out of stock as far as I think sweatshirts and tanks. Um, but as soon as those come available, they will be back available for it. And speaking of, we are going to do a screen share here for something new that is now dropping on the website. Get me ready. Are you ready for this? Hit me with it. You see that? Oh, that's a banner, baby. It's a so technically it's a flag. Oh. So it is a it, but it's a cheaper option than um, going with like a full on like vinyl yep. banner. Oh, I so like I, that. I believe it is a thirty five dollar product. That's my bad. So let's go here. So it's just it's got two the two eyelets on the one side. You can hang it up at your home like this fine young lady is doing and stare at it. it. I know she's she's longing over the banner. 
as you can do in your own home. Uh huh. You can do whatever you want with it once you buy it. You can once you buy it. That's on you. That, yeah. I appreciate the purchase and what you can burn it. You can burn it after that for all I care. <laughs> you can buffalo bill it, tuck it between <laughs> your legs, right around the house. <laughs> that's right. So we are going to move this now from a draft to active. Oh, that's hot. So it is now officially on the site. Product saved for 35 bucks. So if you want lifting ugly flag in your home for whatever reason that might be, or in your local gym, you can go ahead and pick that up for mm-hmm. a, a quick $35 drop. Damn, just and it's yours. Up. You could put it under your uh, gay California flag in your gym. Hey. <laughs> and, ne- and next and next to the rainbow flag. And next to the rainbow flag. That's not as gay. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I've been having people ask about if you're gonna make uh like padre stuff. Yeah. <laughs> was, was like it, I've was I've that, got like was that it was that a yeah in the background? It's or is that for something else right now? Oh, okay. Um, Padre stuff. Couple, yeah, I've had okay. a couple people at the gym ask about uh, like Padre shirts and whatnot. That that would be a good one actually because they have they have good logos for that. So they do. Um, yeah, I'll work on that. I'll work on that for baseball season. How's that? That sounds good because every time I suggest something, they're like, "Do you have Padre stuff?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, we're not yet." <laughs> We're working on it. Listen, because since I grew up in LA area, you know, I'm not I'm not like pro Padres, but what I am is pro making stuff that sells. So (laughs) I'm also not a Brewers fan, but I did make a venture shirt with the Brewers logo. But the Padres hat go ahead. Oh, that's the best fitting shirt. The venture is it? it it's so good. And uh so the Padres have pretty cool logos with the uh, with the actual little Padre. With That's what I'm saying. Like he could hold like a barbell or something, and then yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do something with that. I like it. Ideas. I like the ideas. I know. Keep them they're everywhere. Keep them coming, everyone. If anyone oh, yeah. else that's listening has ideas on what you may want to see, um, go ahead and hit us up. Leave us a message here. You can leave us a message on any of the social media, and we'll definitely take all those into consideration. Um, just like I asked for ideas of, of stuff that people wanted to maybe us to discuss on the podcast, and we did get some of those ideas. So I definitely appreciate all of those. Um, also available while we have the liftingugly.com little thing up on the screen, you can go there to purchase coaching from Alkai or myself. And so There's there are different packages. options there. There are just the full package is available for you for, to purchase. So, depending on what size of package you need, all we, the biggest package you. you can always get. Yeah, that's right. If you want a big giant package, we'll, we'll got you. We got you covered. Mm-hmm. If you want a tiny package, we have a little covered. bit. Of, we got a little <laughs> bit of that as well. Yeah, <laughs> we're here to service you, the people. We're people. Full people. service. Full service. Full service setup. Mm-hmm. All right, and so then that brings us to. The lifting ugly face of the week. Oh, bring it on. So we had, I think we had more votes this go around than <coughs> we probably had. Well, the winner got more votes than I've had total votes in other face of the nice. week competitions. Mm-hmm. So as talked about last week, about how good the face was. Yeah. 
Oh, and then I, I got to bring up. So Isaac, Isaac did win. He he ran away with that. Hey Isaac, you won. Yay! Nice. <laughs> he, got, he, I think he had, I think he ended up with twenty six votes. Oh, that's bitching. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so I, the first when he first said that to me, the first thing that came up was the guy from Men in Black. So I had to do the side yep. by side. No, he was cracking and, up when he saw it. <laughs> okay, because Amber kept saying, "Well, well, did he comment on it? Was it? Was he? Was he mad?" And I'm like. Well, like I said, he's not a bitch. He's okay with that. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I, 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 I mentioned it to him when he looked it up, and he was, <laughs> he was balling on the couch. <laughs> so she was concerned for him, but so. These are the least sensitive dudes on the planet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I figured if he would, I was like, if he was that sensitive, he wouldn't have sent it in, a, he wouldn't no, have sent it in, in the first no. place. So he's the winner. Honorable mention has to go to Wyatt, which is mm-hmm. Odin underscore son on Instagram. Um, I was telling you about the comment. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick. I got a great comment on that post. Uh, let's see where are those ones at. He's he's actually a he's a ref for the WRPF. Oh, nice. Th- that left the comment. Um, let's see where is he at? Okay, he said number one for sure, but the nerdy one almost got me. that's our piano man i was like um yeah that's that's him that's Mm -hmm. why he he is the nerdy one yeah he's our he's our strong elton john (laughs) nobody nobody can go from uh classical to swedish hardcore metal (laughs) do you remember that day when we were in the fucking garage and he's like do you just like uh swedish metal (laughs) yeah i was like yeah i don't i can't tell you i I have no answers for you. <laughs> like, does it sound like does it sound like other people's metal, which is with a different language? Um, Not really. It is a little bit different. Yep, it fits him because he's a little bit different. He is. He is. That's it. That's our guy. Homeschooled in Colburn. I don't know. <laughs> for those that don't know, Colburn is a very small town on the Mesa with like. I don't know, six fucking people. <laughs> yeah, it's as small as it sounds like it would be. Yes. Like, you you wouldn't hear the name Colburn and think that it was a big city or anything near that. Mm-hmm. So it it is what it sounds like it is. And that is a little tiny city in the middle of some hills. Yeah, on top of They're a hill- giant mesa. Yeah, they're hill people. They are. That's what they are. And... Out comes this pasty white, mm-hmm. lanky dude. Who now puts so, yeah. eyes on him. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking back when you guys showed me a picture of this, of Wyatt, when he first started with you. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and just, how tall is he? Like 6'2"? Uh, he's probably 6'1". Six, yeah, he's, I, I think he's, is he taller than me? I think so. Might be. Like an inch. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But weighs what, like, or what did he? He was like what a buck sixty oh, when you goodness. met him. Yeah, when we first, 70? when I first started. Oh yeah, um, when I started that barbell club, uh, however many years ago that was, he was like, yeah, he was like one sixty. Hmm. And I'll get like the Snapchat memories on my phone. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'll send it to him. I'm like, dude, look at look at this. <laughs> hey, who's this little? Who's this little skinny boy? That would Slender blow away man. in the wind. Jeez. 
Slenderman. So Wyatt Wyatt receives for his honorable mention. One back. And applause. <laughs> good job, Wyatt. He had his eye on the prize and he uh he put a good valiant effort in. Hey, uh, but just do better. You know? If uh if it was any other week, he maybe would have won. But uh I going, going he did steal the show. Yeah. Oh, and I was so, so I was supposed to uh for anyone watching. Isaac's there Instagram is. is Bud Diesel's underscore and underscore barbells. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still don't know what the Bud is for, but Diesel's is obviously I Diesel Mechanics. Something to do with the engine on the boat. Hmm. Where they store, where they the store the confiscated weed. Yeah, yeah. This is a giant chamber of hot weed. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So it is not a marijuana reference for anyone no. out there. Um, for Isaac, cannot smoke marijuana. No, he is in the Navy. He's straight edge. Mm-hmm. But he can well, hoist weights and play video games. So He can hoist some weights. He's not just a pretty face that you saw on the Instagram post. He's not just a big buff otter. He can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, had, he had some good weight on there. And uh, let's see, who else did we have? We had... I put yours on there, even though I wouldn't let you win anyway. No, but we did put no. we did put yours on, mm-hmm. and I think the other he was one of the other guy was one of your guys too. Uh, Anthony, yes, that was from years ago, like years ago. And that one I, I knew wasn't going to do terribly well because it was mm-hmm. a pretty clean clean looking lift. Face. It was just kind of a grumpy face. Just... Yeah, just man, I got the weight, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try and do mine, like I said. I just I can't get my face. It just will not go. Maybe just I'm not pushing myself hard enough. Well, if you... I get I get lifting ugly legs. That's fair. My my my, my shaky legs. <laughs> I'm gonna submit my shaky legs for the face of the week. <laughs> At least you know you're using leg drive. That's what counts. Yeah, use it for something. Yeah, not for squat, squat, no. squats, squats. Not so much, but. Uh, Definitely using the the old legs for the deadlifts. Love it. All right. Let's see. Getting through all that. So I will get Isaac a discount code so that he can buy some stuff. Sweet stuff. Because maybe that's why he hasn't bought anything yet is he's been waiting for a discount oh. code. So now he has no excuse. So if he doesn't order anything, um, he's dead I'll to me. He's yeah. dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're no longer friends that have never met. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we had a suggestion for a topic. Well, we had quite a few, as I said. Um, the one that we decided to go with, I liked as well. And So we're going to talk, kind of go over post-meet. We'll throw in any competition, not even just powerlifting meet, any sort yeah. of competition. Whether it's stage, because I think it, it applies to all of it, uh, stage strongman powerlifting, um, any competition that you do, um, the blues that you get afterwards, anything so, that requires a prep mm-hmm. and, a, and a and a thing, yeah, yeah, the build up, mm-hmm. climax. What do you do after the climax? Post nut clarity, <laughs> and it's usually it's usually a depressed state. Yeah. <laughs> 
What did I do? What have I done? <laughs> is that what is that what I've become? Yeah. Did I really just watch all that? It's when you're at the bar and they turn on the lights and you see how ugly that person is that you've been making out with for 30 minutes. <laughs> you're like, um, oh. So, uh, yeah, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be here next week. Yeah, cool. I'll see you in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Don't call me. I'll call you. Yeah. Type of, type of deal. Yep. All right. So, I will, I guess my, my question to you first would be, in your eyes, what do you feel causes causes kind of this depressed state post a competition after after a competition? Uh, well, the first thing I think of is like adrenaline dump, mm-hmm. just because. I mean, I guess including not including the. I mean, you could include it, but not including the entire prep. That entire day is build up, come down, build up, come down, build up, come down. So after every attempt. You're going up to the platform or the stage or whatever. And uh, I mean, for me, at least my adrenaline's pumping. I don't know how people or most people are with uh, competitions and whatnot, but definitely that adrenaline dump from going, especially after a third attempt when you're going balls to the wall with something and you know, you might struggle with it or you might fail with it. So that constant buildup, you get on the platform, you either pass or fail and then you fucking kind of take a stage dive. So for me, it's definitely the constant up and down of adrenaline throughout the entire day. So I think when you're finally done and they're handing out awards, whatever, blah, 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 and your body can finally kind of get back to baseline. For me, it's kind of like a, like that feeling when you take too much pre-workout and you're coming down and the anxiousness from like the caffeine, it's kind of like that feeling for me. I guess. So for you, how long does it usually last? Uh, I'm trying to think of this past me. I mean, I mean that entire afternoon, that entire night, um, that next morning for sure. Um, and probably the, the next month after, um, and like I said, from the adrenaline dumps and then from meeting all the awesome people that don't live in the same area that we do. So we don't like get to hang out because to me, that was probably the best aspect of that entire meet was definitely meeting people and making new friends. Like it was cool to meet Nathan. It was cool to meet fucking Seth and like all the boys that were down there. So not being able to like go and train with them every day and, you know, shoot the shit that we do every time we go and train was kind of a bummer. New best friends. Yeah, new best friends. And it was kind of a bummer. You know, it's kind of a bummer not to be able to like see them all the time because yeah, uh, Nathan's in North Dakota and uh, or no, he's in South Dakota, and then Seth is obviously in Minnesota. So it's kind of a bummer not to be like, oh, let's go train today. You know, after yeah. making a connection with these new people, and then you have to wait till the wait till the next northern yeah. meet to mm-hmm. to connect. And um, then I guess well, from like a like a prep standpoint too. Um, having to start back from scratch from a volume block that nobody likes to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's kind of a bummer as well. Cause you know, you're not going to touch the numbers that you want to touch for a while. Um, God, I mean, if you run gear, having to come off and then get back to a normal state, which definitely affects your mental and emotional for a little bit. Um, and then I guess just starting back from scratch is always kind of a pain in the ass. And then having to correct all the things that need to be corrected and doing things that you don't want to do and, all that kinds of stuff. So 
So I don't see it. And I've said this before and I don't pretend like I have, I've never competed in a powerlifting meet. I would love to, if I guess even just, just to be able to do it because I know my numbers are never going to be where they probably should be or where I want them to be, Mm -hmm. but just to, just to do it and have the experience I, I need to just do it. But I have done a, large handful or two of bodybuilding competitions yeah and and it's the same thing you have a very long prep time you have one day of of highs Mm -hmm. and then you have a letdown so kind of the way i see it is you have 12 weeks 16 weeks three months four months five months six months or whatever however long your prep period time is you have this end goal you're running, you know, you're not running like max capacity the entire time, obviously, but you're, you're putting in everything you have into the training aspect of this, which is mentally exhausting and physically exhausting at the same time. So you're you're relying a lot on adrenaline to, to keep you moving to your end goal. So when you get to that end goal, whether it's three months or six months at that point, it's over. So I equate it to the similar as kind of what the, 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 the chemical reaction to somebody who does cocaine or meth. Yeah. The calm down. You you get this super, super high. Mm -hmm. And then when you don't have it anymore, you're missing all the, that you're missing that chemical reaction in your brain that is giving you the that's giving you the ple- that basically your, your, your pleasure yeah. yeah your pleasure sensor center is is not receiving what it what it was yeah and and you don't have anything you don't have a you know, once that's done your goal is done so then what are you looking forward to and then you have the recovery aspect so even if you have another goal you still have to recover And in that recovery, there's a physical recovery. There's a big mental recovery Mm -hmm. and you have to let you, you have to let your body do it. One of the worst things you can do is jump right back in and start just and going full on because then that's, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a one competition I did. I did the competition, you know, did, I think I got second or something like that. I was pleased with, with the results, went out to dinner ate everything um and at that time at that time i i you know i had a couple beers i didn't go get like hammered but it was it was a time where i still where i would didn't care if i drank or anything so you know had had all those things i swelled up so bad oh god for a month i had my legs and feet were like a pregnant woman's oh wow so like like you couldn't see my ankles and it looked like my the skin on my feet and my lower legs Pop was it. gonna was gonna split. Holy like the shit. skin was yeah, it was bad. So like I'd wear like ankle socks and I'd take them off and it was like like it spilled over like it was like yeah. spilling over yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah. And it's because I didn't I didn't unprep correctly. So I had this I had oh. this phys, I had this physical reaction because I didn't reverse diet as they like to call it out of it. I just went full bore Balls deep, um, yeah. and so that was the last time I did that. Cause basically what I had to do is I had to do another competition dehydration process Oof. 
And then I had to do that for like a week and then come back and rehydrate before I could get my, my food back in order, like where it was supposed to be. Um, and so that was, I mean, that's a whole other aspect, you know, of when you're not, when you don't give yourself the time, you don't give yourself the ability to, yeah, to recover properly. Just the, the downside that there is to it. I had another one where I had a coach that every time I've had, this is what sucks. Every time I've had a coach for bodybuilding, yeah, I've ended up getting screwed after the competition. So there was that one. And then the other time I had a coach, um, I had my, my supplement list that I was supposed yeah. to be taking. And I said, okay, I said, what do I do afterwards? What, what's your suggestion afterwards? I just, just come off. You'll be fine. Well, like, that doesn't sound right. No, I said, but I'm going to give it a shot. So I had, it was a month out. I was a month and a half afterwards. I put on 20 pounds, which is normal. I mean, cause my stage weight is 230, 235. So yeah, putting on 20 pounds is normal. Yeah. Yeah. But I was getting weaker. My weights, I was moving in the gym was going down. Everything was getting flabbier. Mm-hmm. And so then I had to go back and I had to like PCT out of that whole thing when I should have been, had done that. And obviously in the first place. So he didn't so, say anything to do. Yeah. And like, and I, and I knew better, like, it's not like I hadn't done any of that before, <coughs> but I'm like, this guy's coached hundreds of people through tons of competitions. Yeah. You know, maybe he knows, maybe he has something, he knows something that I'm not aware of. So then why but, would he just give you the nothing information then? I have no idea. So super lame. I had to recover. I, I had to do then do a secondary recovery on that one as well. And um, basically for bodybuilding, I never had another coach after that. I just did. I did it the way I, I wanted to do it. Nice. And for me, for bodybuilding, I had the best success that way. It doesn't yeah. work for a lot of people. And I mean, I, I didn't do anything national. I didn't do any of those. I, I know myself enough to know that that just wasn't going to happen. I have too much responsibility that to put on the back burner to be able sure. to be that in depth with it. Um, Yeah. But you know, powerlifting is different. You don't have to basically isolate yourself from the rest of the world to be successful. Um, And so that's why I want to give it a shot. But I think physiologically and chemical wise in the body, all these competitions are the same. I mean, even if you go, you look into like professional sports and you look in, you know, the football and these guys are putting in work, grinding week after week after week to get to their end goal. Now, whether their end goal is the end of the regular season, into the playoffs or winning the Super Bowl, I have to imagine they have the same, the same thing. Train, 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 work, 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 and then nothing. Then it's done. Yeah. Regardless of the end. So then the question would then become in your eyes, what, in your opinion, what what is a good way to counteract this feeling or you know or thing that happens uh i mean i guess there's two ways you can look at it um did you hit the numbers you wanted to hit and are you satisfied with the meat or did you kind of bomb out and not get any of your third attempts because that i mean to me those are going to be two different answers um at least you know if you did good you can kind of ride that high for a bit and you can kind of be super stoked with yourself and, you know, look forward to the next prep. But if, you know, you don't hit the numbers you want to hit, it kind of has that 
it adds like an, another level of urgency that you want to throw into your prep because you want to just get after it for the next one, yeah. knowing that isn't probably the best decision. So that first like two week period when you kind of reload the body and get back to training, um, you know, not touching a barbell for two weeks or not doing anything intense wise when mentally everything's screaming at you just to keep going. Um, understanding that your body needs to take a serious break, especially your spine with any bar loading. So whether it's squat, bench, or deadlift, it doesn't matter. Your spine needs to take a break. So if you can understand the reason why you're taking a step back from training for that first initial, you know, two, three weeks, some people up to a month, depending on how experienced they are, I mean, it can be kind of hard. You know, it's uh, fortunately I've done well at the first two meets that I've done. So it's kind of hard for me to look at it from that negative perspective, but I've had friends that have bombed out and they're just, they're a mess for, you know, a month or two. And there's nothing you can say or do that's going to make it better. So, so this is, this is something that it'd be curious to get. um, Ah, what was, what's his first name? He was at the meet also in South Dakota. Ah, had the really complicated last name. Oh, like, Austin. The, the, yeah, Austin. To get his perspective, because mm-hmm. what was it a oh, month before? Yeah. A month before this meet? Not even a month. It was like three yeah. weeks. He did, he did <coughs> nation, nationals, and was gonna was should have set world records, but then got called on depth, which was ridiculous. If you want the, the stupidest videos. shit ever, like that yeah. guy's squat was in the hole. Like that, yeah. That, for how wide so he, get, he was. Yeah. So he gets called, he gets called for depth. And so they don't give him the credit. So he misses out on what I'm assuming would have ended up him being pro status as well as setting records. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to get his perspective on how he was able to, maybe I'll, I'll try and reach out to him and, and see if maybe he'd be willing to talk to us about it. Yeah. About kind of rebounding after that, because coming back two weeks later and just burying everything he did oh, yeah. i mean like he, i wonder if he finished that meet though you know what i mean or did yeah. he not he bail after squat squats and then it was just like fuck this i'm, I'm gonna look yeah. for another meet which isn't the worst idea if your goal is to get a pr total you know yeah if you're looking if you're looking at world records if you're looking at records if you're looking at um upgrading your status in the sport then yeah i mean if they cancel out your squat, then you've pretty much your entire meat is ruined at that point. Yep. Well, you're not going to get that PR total that you're after. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Not, not to say that, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead and, you know, and quit. But like you said, if you have, if you're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to find another meat to get these numbers. Mm-hmm. Then you're not necessarily quitting because you're being a bitch. You're quitting because you're like, well, I'm going to save my energy for this next you know, for well, this and the one dude's that's a few weeks down the road. Yeah. Well, the dude's experienced enough to know that like, okay, there's always another meet, but if this one doesn't go well, I might as well just scratch this and then hop to the next one. You know, yeah. even from that mental aspect, like when you bomb out on a squat, it's going to, it kind of sets the pace for the rest of the day. It's kind of hard to just shake that shit off, you know? Yeah. So I'd, yeah, I'll try and get his perspective and kind of mm-hmm. touch base again on this subject down the road. Totally. And, and from somebody who, failed but i mean so there's and that's the difference between failing because you know you did something wrong and failing because they red lighted you when 
you obviously didn't deserve you, it. You dunked that squat. Like that yeah. that should have been I mean, I don't he doesn't look like the kind of guy that's gonna cut a squat short either. So there's no way in hell that that me that you well no like it, yeah like, his his mobility is is never is not a question. No. So it's you know we watch we watched the videos and we saw him squat there at that meet and hey, there's no question no about any no. any of his movements all of his movements were were just on point so yeah so that's another thing that you that people might have to deal with mm-hmm. so you have failed attempts because you failed you have failed attempts because of an opinion of a judge that you may disagree with which is another tough thing to mentally deal with. That's something that you have challenge. to challenge. If, if it's yeah. in the ballpark, you can challenge it and be like, hey, no, that's horseshit. Like, let's look at the tape again. Which is good because that's something you have to deal with in the bodybuilding world too, yeah. is judge, judge's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is no challenging that. It's, no, it's you're done. done. Oh. So if you, if you see something, if everyone's like, man, I don't know how you got second. I don't know how you placed where you placed. This guy, you know, they obviously they're not judges, which is one thing, but still enough people can see something. It's got to be pretty obvious. But then you have you have to deal with the fact that you didn't place and do what you should have done because of somebody else's perception of it is that brings a whole nother mental aspect to this, this, the blues I mean that's just competition in general though. Like a lot of judges, exactly. Stop. Yeah, like, they just yeah, whether, yeah. Whether they're you're, whether they're judging, whether it's a referee, if you have a person that is dictating your pass or fail, and it's a you know it ends up being just this small thing. Yeah, it's you know that's not the easiest thing to be able to to handle mentally, no. and it's it's well, and then it brings in uh, you know Julius and misloading his bench oh my god yeah for that what the and, 780 <laughs> whatever yeah and so then having to recover off of that well then that's so, the thing too is you get yourself so deep in that mental at that mental area that you need to be in or that that emotional pit that you need to be in to hit that number and trying to shake off like a, a misload and then having to re-get yourself back into that void state is it's kind of hard and it's not as authentic yeah. as it was the first time well, and he and he ditched the rest of his, didn't he? He ditched his his third attempt. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it can't feel good. I mean, something like that. That's just no. That's, and that's not, that's got to fit. Well, the thing is too, like when you when you if you fail a number like that, even if you pass a number like that, you are taxing the shit out of your central nervous system. So it's kind of like a you need to go in, get yourself to where you need to be, and hit that shit once and be done. Like you can't really just yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna go reload 780 on the bar for me to bench, you know? Yeah, it's like no, yeah, yeah, I got this again. Mm-hmm. I got mul- I got multiple reps of almost 800 pounds in me. Well, I mean, that's that's also when experience takes over, knowing when to take a step back, knowing when to be mm-hmm. like, hey, this probably isn't the best idea, you know? Oh, yeah. So there's there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. It's like well, as we from... talk. It... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so as we talk about it, there's a lot of different variations that go into uh, there's post-competition, post-meet blues when you're successful. Mm-hmm. When you're meet and your competition you feel is a success, you still have this to deal with. These are on top of taxing your body, your mental, everything. Mm-hmm. These are other things that that you may have to deal with. Yeah. 
on top of that. I mean, now, especially when you, when you don't do good, it's not even a blues. It's a straight-up depression. Like that's Yeah, exactly. It, it eats the fuck out of you, man. <laughs> yeah, instead of a I feel down, it's a motherfucker. Well, it's just anger and sadness all yeah. the time. It sucks. So I see it as, as you mentioned, the central nervous system. So anyone who has an idea about how this stuff works, as you, as you put your body through that much stress, your central nervous system basically breaks down. And that affects everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to affect the way your body moves. It's going to affect the way your, your brain works and functions. It's going to affect the connection between the brain and the body and how it works. Mm-hmm. And that is can be frustrating. It's, oh, yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah, is so you're. I think one of the main things, the biggest things to to combat the blues. We'll just we're not we'll keep it out of the depressed state of a, a failed competition. Yeah, a perceived failed competition. Let me first say to anyone who's competing in anything, regardless of what how it ends up, your competition is not a failure. If you finish the competition, you did not fail. No, you you did all. what you set out to do. Yeah, well, you went through a whole prep, and you fucking did the best you could. You still showed up to that meet. Um, yeah. But uh, it's it's kind of hard to tell that to someone that's just been it is shit on but, the entire day. Yeah. So so anyone that anyone that's getting ready and, and moving towards these things, just understand first and foremost if you are, you know, if you're if you're going through the process. You finish the process, then, you know, not, I'm not saying you're a winner regardless, but it was a success regardless. The second key part of it is to combat this would be make sure you give yourself t- the proper recovery. Well, also the props you deserve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on top of the, the physical recovery, you need to understand that you still went through an entire prep. You still gave everything you could with every training session that you had, you know, getting through the shitty days of training, getting through the good days of training, getting through the the nights of no sleep, the stress, the, this and that, like you still went through 16 to 24 weeks of hell, showed up, did the best you could. And if you failed, yeah, it sucks, but you know, you kind of need to take a step back and be like, you know what? I still completed what I needed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you give yourself the physical time, the time you need physically to recover. Acknowledge in yourself the fact that you finished the goal that you set. Totally. Just because you didn't maybe hit the weights that you were hoping, your end goal was to compete. Mm-hmm. And you competed. Regardless of the result, you did it. You made it. Mm-hmm. Be happy about it. And I know it's hard. I've been there. Sometimes you just you fuck this. Bullshit, da, 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 da. but in the end, you have to understand you did it. Mm-hmm. You set out that goal, you finished the goal. Oh, yeah. And then another idea that you may want so that is a, I think a lot of the problem, and I've done this many times, is I end up floundering in the gym after competitions because I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. So if you do a powerlifting meet, and you get done with the powerlifting meet, regardless of how you did, what's your next step? What do you want to do next? Do you want, hey, I want to compete again? Great. What's your goal for the next meet? 
And then once you have physically prepared, once you physically recovered, start working towards that next goal. Mm -hmm. Do you want to, do you, you know, do you need to better your, you know, do your mechanics need work? Um, obviously you want to, everyone wants to get stronger for the next one, but what are the things you need to work on and start focusing on those that are geared towards your next competition. Yep. And that'll help you kind of refocus on the next thing that you want to do, which will then help get you out of this. Oh, well now what do I do? Well, that weird purgatory stage when you're done. Yeah. Because I mean, I've spent months shit. I think I spent two years just going to the gym and like, oh, what are you training for? I'm like, eh. maybe I'll yeah. do a competition. Maybe not. Maybe I'll do this. And then I had those days, those bad days. And you're like, what am I training for? Why am I here? Yeah. Like, I just hurt myself for what? Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. why, like, I always advise having a coach. Always have someone yeah. that's going to hold you accountable, you know? I mean, my first thing when you're done with a meet or a show, like, don't hop right back onto a prep. Because I can guarantee you a month in, you're going to feel burnt out and then training is going to go to shit and then you're not going to enjoy it. Give yourself the time off that you need, you know, because when I'm when I'm in prep, I don't do shit like I eat, sleep, train, go to work and whatever. But I'm not out doing things. I don't go on road trips. I don't go on adventures. I don't do anything. I am strictly prep mode. Um so, so take go a vacation. And, of yeah, some go kind. out and go and do shit that you haven't done for the past like three, four months. You know, especially if you have a significant other, they're making a sacrifice too. Oh, go yeah. do go <laughs> do something nice for them. Go <laughs> go on a road trip. Right? You just go. You know what I mean? Like, go do something that it doesn't involve sitting in the fucking gym or just your daily routine. You know. Well, that brings a whole other aspect into it. Is if you do have a, a family, if you have a significant other, um, as a competitor of any kind you need to recognize the sacrifice that it takes to be on that side of things totally. and appreciate and appreciate if they're not constantly bitching at you for the things that you're doing, you better appreciate that shit mm -hmm. because not everyone is that lucky. Not everyone's lucky enough to have a supportive other half, to have supportive kids, to have people behind them in their corner. And that's what one of the coolest things I've seen at these meets and even in, in bodybuilding competitions is you see husbands, wives, kids out there, you know, cheering on mom and dad. And that's the dopest thing because that's, that's should be one of the joys is of doing it with a significant other or with a family is having that support. Yeah. So use that, use that afterwards too. remember what they did for you. They sacrificed too. So don't be a depressed asshole afterwards no. because it's not fair to the people around you. Not at all. And I'm not, and you're going to, because I've done it. Mm -hmm. Every, most other people have done it. It happens, but just try and be at least a little bit of self-reflection so that you can take a step back maybe and be like, all right, these are my people. These are the people that help me. These are the people that I need to support now mm -hmm. since they've supported me through all of this. And like you said, and, and take care of them. Take the opportunity to do things with them, to go out and do the things that, like you said, you haven't been able to do. Reconnect with them. That'll help you out of a funk that you yep. may be in. Those are your people. If you don't have a significant other or family, where are your boys at? Where's your girls at? Though you haven't been able to do the things with them that you guys like to go do, go do that stuff. Reconnect with your, you know, with that kind of family. Yep. Um, let them 
let them propel you into the next stage. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. That's what friends and family and and your loved ones are supposed. That's what they're there for. Oh, absolutely. And that's what that's what you're supposed to be there for in return to them. So remember mm-hmm. that, and don't be a dick. Yeah. Or less of one. Yeah. And then uh, secondly, getting any ailments or injuries handled. You know, because you don't want to mm-hmm. go into a prep feeling like shit. There's absolutely no point in doing that at all. All you're going to do is exacerbate something and make it so much worse. And then you're out for how long? So moral of the story, when you're done with a prep or even in prep, have a massage therapist, have a chiropractor on standby, ready to go. Because when I'm in prep, I go every other week. And don't exacerbate too much or you might go blind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, And and that's that's always been my biggest drawback is is making sure that I have um, proper body maintenance and recovery, yep. and that is key because if you are not if your body is not feeling good, then your next go around is going to be worse. Yeah, well, let me tell you, training's going to go like shit, and then you're going to yeah. really hurt yourself, <laughs> and then you're going to really have to take six months to do nothing, you know. And then you're you're not starting from square one, but you're starting from then you then it's a whole nother mental aspect to yep. lighten your weight by 150 pounds and have and try and be okay with that or having to do body weight stuff because you can't load your spine you know yeah there ain't nothing more frustrating than that yeah well i mean like every time i you know i was telling wyatt this time around after uh um after competing uh that i mean the biggest reference i can i can kind of relate the spine to is like a cracked windshield. So after a prep, you're going to have that initial crack, right? That's, that's, that initial crack is your body telling you, Hey, let's take a step back. I don't want to borrow my back. Let's rehab. Let's get back to normal. Every time you decide to put a bar on your back or do something intensive, you're adding another crack, you're adding another crack, you're adding another crack to the point where that windshield shatters. And then you have a serious injury on your hands or an ailment. That's going to really stop you from doing exactly what you need to do for training. You know, and especially with the spine or the neck or the hips, something really bad could happen, especially when you're squatting. So mm-hmm. always take that time of two weeks of like, I'm you're not touching a goddamn barbell. If I see it, I'm going to scream at you. Don't touch a bar. Don't even do like intensive body weight or intensive bodybuilding stuff. Because even then, like if you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 20 reps of everything, you're still you're exhausted. You're still in an exhausted yeah, state. Like, yeah. So like go in and do easy stuff, you know. Do reps of three to four. Do reps of five. Like, don't do anything crazy. Use machines. Use cables. Use bands. Hit bands, yeah. Dumbbells. Like, just keep it simple. Kiss. Mm -hmm. Keep it simple, simple. stupid. Quit being a dipshit. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. I think that kind of covers everything, right? I think we touched all the holes on that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Biggest, biggest thing. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I think making making sure you have proper recovery. Uh-huh. I think using a support system is a good idea, whether yeah. family or friends, and finding another goal. Yeah, decide deciding what you want to do next, and so that mm-hmm. way you are not either dismissing the gym or just kind of floundering around in the gym trying to figure out what you want to do. So, and, and the goal doesn't even need to have to, I don't think it has to be another competition right away. No. 
you, but just find a, find something you want to do. Yeah. Um, that's going to, that's going to keep you going and keep you focused and keep you motivated. Oh, yeah. um, and then I think all those things will help your mental, if your physical, your support and goal set, if your goal setting, if those three things are on point, I think your mental will swing around oh, yeah, absolutely. regardless. I mean, mm-hmm. those, those are, those are key things in your life that you really want to, regardless in life, those are things that you want to yeah. make sure that you, that you have taken care of. The end. The end. <laughs> All right. So I did a, I did a little different thing for uh, white lights, red lights. Nice. So we're going to do more of a versus oh, okay. type of thing. So I think we did this. What did we do this one with? Kind of. We kind of did a similar thing with with. I don't remember when it was. But anyway. Oh, no, we did the movie. We did the movies. We did kind of. Yep. did the top five movies yeah so i have i have two uh well it's four things yep. one versus another one versus another got it so that's all right if i if i all think right. of one i'll shoot one your way there you go all right okay so the first one is seinfeld versus friends oh what the hell um the way i see it is like <laughs> Seinfeld is like just kind of a more Jewish friends. <laughs> okay. Way I think. okay yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> All right. I mean, um, like I don't want to watch either. <laughs> if, I'm, okay. if I'm being real clear, um, I guess friends because Jennifer Aniston is just solid. And yeah. I'm going to leave it at that because both shows suck. So Jennifer Aniston yeah. is the reason why I chose friends. <laughs> All right. I find value in both. I both have their moments. Yeah. Um, I think I would go Seinfeld over Friends just strictly for the fact that it's not like there's not an intercast relationship. Oh god. Kind of deal that they're always there. I mean, they're always in relationships, but it's always other people, mm-hmm. and usually their relationships only last like an episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like real life. Like real life. Relationship, re- relationships last about one episode. So I would, I'll go Seinfeld over Friends. I do, it, I don't seek out Friends at all, but if it's on, I'll chuckle. I don't mind chuckling a little bit. <laughs> With the fake, lo- the fake audience in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have rewatched Seinfeld and I have a better appreciation as I'm older for that okay. show than I did when I was younger. I hated it. I hated both of them when I was younger. <laughs> But as I got older, I think when I was in my when I was in my twenties, I think I appreciated Friends a little bit more. And then okay. like later thirties, early forties, yeah, I, I see the I see the value of Friends. I mean of Seinfeld. Yeah, maybe and as I, I as I get older, I'll appreciate Seinfeld. Yeah, and I think it may like as you're in the age of what the cast is is representing, maybe it just mm-hmm. makes more sense. Okay, yeah, the next one next one is a tough one. Okay. All right, Simpsons versus South Park. Oh, South Park all day. <laughs> really? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like I I there are moments in Simpsons where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I dude, I can't think of another show where I've pissed myself laughing than South Park. Um, yeah, South Park all day. 
I know I, you're gonna feel. I know you're gonna I know, feel no, differently. No. I know you're yeah, gonna feel yeah. differently. No, I and and I I I was on a I went on a South Park kick for a while, like way way, way back when, um, and I just I couldn't stick with it. Oh, that's like fair. the the like the humor kind of just kind of wore out on me. I guess. Fair enough. I mean, I appreciate what they do, and I appreciate the fact that they make fun of everybody and mm-hmm. nobody's off limits. Yep. Um, but. I guess, and then The Simpsons to me has a nostalgic factor to it. Oh, totally, yeah. Because when it first came out, I was like nine years old, I think, when the first episode mm-hmm. came out, and so I have that. And it was to me in my day, it was the oh, you don't let your kids watch The Simpsons because it's so bad. Yeah. Right. You watch it now, and you're like, yeah, what? Was, guy, there's guy. nothing. It's pretty tame. But it was it was the bad show. Uh, in the mm-hmm. 80s and early 90s and I rewatch every once in a while I'll throw it on I've been on a kick lately yeah and there's some there's some moments that are really funny and I catch things now that I didn't catch that when I watched them oh before. yeah totally yeah and and still one of my favorite episodes is when Marge gets all buff and does a bodybuilding competition I and, seen that one. oh dude yeah she ends up raping Homer basically <laughs> <laughs> She wants to get down right before the competition, and he's all super scared. And she just pins him down. She's like, "I wasn't asking." Yeah. <laughs> and then they show him the next morning, and he's just like, kind of walking all gingerly through the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good That's because awesome. she, uh, she uh, drank a bottle of steroids from her friend. Oh, drank a bottle. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So it was like a pill bottle, but then she like drank it like Popeye did spinach. Oh, dear. It's just a whole yeah. jar of Animar. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, again, like real life. Yes, just like drink, real life. Drink, drink bottles of steroids, and you become mm-hmm. strong overnight. Super strong. But So that's my say. I, I, pick, I pick Simpsons over South Park. For sure. Like I said, pr- probably the biggest thing is going to be the nostalgic aspect mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Well, generationally, so. the South Park is, is my generation, so. Yeah. So, okay, did you see Kimmy's comment? Yeah, I did. I think that was probably that was friends and Seinfeld. The friends and Seinfeld, yeah. I would say that must have been in reference to that. Oh, absolutely. Which you did come back and say that you were not really a fan of either one of them. Either one. (laughs) Nope, can't do it. And that's fine because let's see when uh, those shows were on. You were what under eight years old? Oh yeah, no, I was just a just a baby. Or 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 not born yet. We're not born yet. Mm-hmm. You were just a you were a giant a giant baby at that time. Yep, just an overeating baby. <laughs> your poor mom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> shout out to your shout out to your mom who's so supportive of everything that mm-hmm. that we put out there. Oh yeah, no, she does great. She's on board. I see her name pop up and and likes and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and so she's super supportive. And so that's yeah, she's I, a hit I, cool I, mom. I, she is. She's the cool mom. So yeah. I appreciate that. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. My mom doesn't do that. She just looks at the bleeps and then scolds you. She's like, it. yeah, <laughs> you make sure you're not cussing. That's what I That's what I get from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife doesn't even support it because she doesn't jump on. I don't think she's watched any of these. <laughs> Thanks, so Amber. <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should test it sometime and I should just go like on a rant <clears throat> and just and just let it let loose and see if she if she if I get in trouble for it. And then I'll know for Ooh. a fact if she watches or not. Oh, like it was a, a test. 
It was a test. It was a test. Was testing you. Failed. Yeah, if she doesn't say anything, then mm -hmm. she failed. Yep. If I get yelled at, I'll be like, oh, good. Good. You passed. That means you did watch it. That's right. And then you're in the doghouse. Yeah, it's a kind of a lose lose situation. It's a very much point. a lose lose situation. <laughs> so I, may I, never mind. I'll, I'll avoid that whole thing. I'll yeah, let's not touch that. Yet. <laughs> All right. So again, I'm coming to you from Monument Fitness at Monument Fitness on Instagram in Grand Junction, Colorado. You can visit us and message us and send your pictures of your lifting ugly face of the week contribution mm -hmm. to at lifting underscore ugly lift ugly lifting ugly all those things search them out if you can't find it right away and you can get a hold of it you can get a hold of alki here at salty boy with an i not at a y underscore barbell for all your salty barbell needs mm -hmm. you can that's my other and yeah screw the insurance thing <laughs> <laughs> for the time being i'm I don't have time for it right now. So, but if you uh, if you do have an interest, you can shoot me a message and and I'll get it done. Uh, but I have a lot of shit going on right now. So, mm -hmm. graphics, art, all things having to do with any artistic things. Zon Zontopia.com at Zontopia on social media. Get a hold of him, yeah, and he will take care of you. He does. Uh, logos, graphic arts, you can do website setup, all that kind of stuff. Or if you just want a really cool painting, he will sell you a really cool painting that he did. Because uh, he does that as well. That's pretty neat. And then we're, let's go back. Let's go here. So if you want to uh, support us, we would appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you in advance for visiting patreon.com backslash lifting ugly and signing up for one of the tiers. Mm -hmm. Or it will cause tears. We're looking for more eyes. sugar daddies and sugar mamas out there. Yes. I, I'm working a lot these days, and I know you're working a lot these days. Yeah. We would like to work a lot less, mm -hmm. and that is only possible through you. So our, spend your money. Our, our fans. Spend your money wisely. Spend them on, on us. Or don't do it wisely. Spend it all. Yes. Spend it irrationally oh. and give all of it to us. Mm-mm. How much money do you have in your bank account? How much money are you willing to spend? Yeah. How, how much money would you regret spending and spend that uh, much? Do that times two. There, there you go. We'll take it. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Love you all. Yeah. Even our and that's what you still in Russia. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks out of U.S. people. You guys are the best. <laughs> You six or seven people out there, we appreciate it. Spread the word to the rest of the foreign crew. Let's get the foreign crew up and going. I want to see. I want to see this stuff everywhere. Ugly international. Oh, it's beautiful. What a beautiful sound that is. Yeah. And to get your lifting ugly gear, liftingugly.com, as was dropped today, is the lifting ugly flag. With the new sign it's a logo flag. on it. So whether you want to gaze at it like the girl in the picture in your own home and think of all of the fantastic things you learn and hear on the mm -hmm. podcast. All or the you're gonna set. That's right. 
Or if you want to put it up in your gym for motivation to lift ugly and say, oh, I'm just not feeling it. And then you see that flag and you're like, damn it, I'm doing it. Craig and Alki would be disappointed in me if I failed Mm -hmm. this. I'm doing it. That's two lashings. That's right. So 35 bucks and that motivation is yours. Oh, yeah. $35 for motivation. That's can't bad. pass that up. Can't put a That's price on PR. All. That's right. Priceless. Ooh. Zero times two. What did Nicole say? Zero times two. I got you guys. Thanks, Nicole. Oh, you're, we you're appreciate a bundle it. of joy. <laughs> she is a bundle of joy. Yeah. You just you miss you miss her cynicism. Oh and my her, god. And her and her and her, and her love her loving <laughs> loving hatred of you. Oh. I know you love me, Nicole. It's okay. I love you too. <laughs> All right. So you can go there and get your banners if you want to sign up for any online coaching. Um, Alki is obviously has a larger base of people around him. So he is offering the payment of his one-on-one coaching as well. You can visit the website at liftingugly.com for that also. And just go under the coaching tab and you can pick either one of us and yep. you can sign up for said things and we will get you taken care of if there's something on there that does not fit what you're looking for just message us let us know and we'll we can try and put something together that will fit your budget or fit your needs yep because again we're here for you just trying to make you stronger or prettier that's all that's right by lifting ugly man that tight end just fucking fantastic wonderfully right Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here for this week. We will be back next week. Have a great lifting lifting sessions this week. Oh, yeah. Any questions, anything you guys want to see, anything you guys want to hear, make sure you let us know, and we will get you taken care of. We're out. Peace.